This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. From Manhattan, Tony Stark was happening. Got a new suit in styling. So go and get to snapping. I post it for your players, post it for you. People flip then drop a perpetrator. Stop, stop them for you. Got Anna popping with my auntie. Oh, two look like Jimmy. Make me an Avenger. Spider Man in that family. Got me if you want me, Tony. Got me if you want me, said recruit me if you want me to tell that man cause you wanted to touch all the sneak attacks. I don't need no eyes on him. It's the spidey sense. Ain't got no surprise on me. Call me so amazing, so spectacular. Do all that a spider can do. Web shooters up on my wrist. You know I make it go thwip. That's how I live that spidey life. That's spidey life. That's how I live that spidey life. That's spidey life. You are now about to experience the ultimate Marvel podcast. And now, I hand over to your host, Ronnie the Baron. So Vader introduced us. This is episode 19 of the Ultimate Marvel podcast. Jack said oh. on the previous recording that an episode wasn't coming out until the Spider-Man Homecoming review. You saying he lied? Yo, he ain't my daddy. He don't tell me what to do. That's right. That's We're right. all about that Spider-Man life here. That's right. I've actually been waiting to do this episode with Nick and Daryl and Rob Krieger, who can't make it tonight because... We're gonna break the fourth wall. It's like Fourth of July weekend, right? So he had and it's stuff late. to do, and it's late. Yeah, Rob got a lot of kids. Yeah, so he's got, got a lot, lot of, of responsibilities, and if he doesn't get up early and start reading those comics before the he's kids got, wake up, forget yeah. about it. He's got a, that's right. He's got a lot of churn. He got a lot he, of churn. He is. He's only on uh, C or D right now because he goes yeah. alphabetically. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So what I figured we would do is our love for the Spider-Man comic books before you guys or whoever comes back on to do Spider-Man Homecoming review. It's going to suck. Because Jack's <laughs> oh, not here. Don't say that. that. Jack's not <laughs> here. Don't say that. Oh, I, it's going to suck. It's going to suck <laughs> just like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even see it yet. I'm just being a troll. I'm just trolling on the show. You're on blast right now. <laughs> I'm on blast right now. Maybe you don't have a script, unlike Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's an improv class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ooh, maybe Han Solo needs a Walkman in space also. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think that's why they fired the directors, because they watched the, the reels, and they were like, who does a movie in space with people singing and dancing and there's no plot? What do they think this is? Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? Get out of here. Wow. <laughs> wow. The fl- the flamethrower's out tonight. Oh, no. I said it. Satisfied. Bam. And you just, okay. Now we can get into Spider-Man. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to see how Ronnie can wrangle. The I'm not wrangling. 
No, we're good. Truck on fire back on the tracks. So. Nope. I ain't even touching it. Because I'm not doing it. I'm, I ain't even <laughs> touching it. my podcast. <laughs> we'll never be invited back on the Ultimate Marvel Podcast. No. Buddy. And I'm supposed to do the Spider-Man one with them, too. <laughs> See? something in Funny. You know, Jack has you guys on, and you guys are good boys. And then... Well, Jack edits us out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And he has us on early in the night, so we're not that yeah. drunk. Yeah, oh, he yeah. does a heavy edit. So, yeah. I, you know, I've heard the show. Yeah. Jack does a heavy edit. He's like Marvel. He changed the he changes <laughs> things to make it seem like, you know... He, he doesn't call it a relaunch, but... <laughs> You know. he, he's renumbered us quite a few times <laughs> yes he has yes he has so with Spidey I know Nick's huge on Spidey Daryl I know you've read like lots of co- likes you know you've read comic books forever but I didn't know like Spidey was one of your favorites well, my, or my four well, well well let me see one my four comics that I was reading as a kid because my mother ah oh, there goes the gunshot because my mother <laughs> Um, loved me enough that she wanted me to read. She got me a subscription to Amazing Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk, yes. and then I had Batman and Superman. I think it was the other. One. Was nice. this so, the was this the um, tan paper yes. wraparound time or was tan this paper they... <laughs> rolled up comic? Uh, mailman could give a crap. Yeah. How it <laughs> every every cover every cover being bent because mm-hmm. it's in that damn Manila paper. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Or or it's stolen because the damn uh, mailman discovered you're reading Marvel Team Up or whatever. Oh, that's my favorite. I, I used to love it. They even there were even times when it had a footprint on it on the on the uh, oh, yeah. on the brown paper because probably <laughs> the mailman was so sick of delivering it. He dropped it, stepped on it a couple times. That F these kids. <laughs> stupid books. Get a job. So <sighs> so who would be your main Spidey villain? Like the big one. Probably, I mean, the biggest everyone ever talks about has got to be Norman Osborn only because he's done the most tragic things to, to, to Peter. And pretty much gotten away with it. Right. I mean, he kill, killed his girl. I was like, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Take that. I mean, you know, and, and plagued them all the way through. Right. So, I think you almost have to, I think you almost have to remove the Green Goblin. Really? Like, Why would my, you? Bu- my, my buddies and I, we've had the, like, we'll discuss jazz. And whenever mm-hmm. we talk about saxophonists, you mm-hmm. just take out John Coltrane from the equation. Like, right, you can't even right. include him. Come on. Okay, yeah. yeah. And with Batman, it would be the Joker. Right. Yeah. With Spidey, it would yeah. be Green Goblin. Like, yeah. you, have, you yeah. have to remove him. You have to take him out, yeah. He's just so good. So, Nick, who would yours be, then? Oh, God. Um, well, <laughs> well it's, it's, of course, Green Goblin. If I'm removing Green Goblin, then <laughs> I'm going... See, I was a strange kid. I liked the Prowler. Right, yeah. And I liked yeah. the Shocker. Yeah. Because yeah. both of their costumes were just so cool. But can I ever name an arc that was spectacular with them? No. No, I just can't. Like the, the Those stories didn't really ring all that much. I loved seeing them, but they weren't, they weren't impact villains. Right, yeah. Oh, no. Because Spider-Man had more 
like early Spider-Man had so many quick hits mm-hmm. and and done. Like his villains, they didn't they didn't do like you didn't have like seven part stories with with Spider-Man. Right. Like you would you would have he'd be fighting like Aunt May would be sick, of course, like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he would run into he would knock out the shocker, take him out real quick. And then he'd have to rush home and do something. And then he would, and then like another villain would be, they would give a page to another villain that's going to mess with him next issue. Mm-hmm. Like it's, he swings would, by and he, he's, he's staring from the darkness or something. Or Peter comes home and sitting on the couch is uh, Doc Ock. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like they had great. Yeah. See you in thirty days, cliffhangers like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they yeah. did. They did. But the crazy thing, see, I I'm from the old school. That those are the type of stories I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So when all of a sudden there's the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. that would have blown my mind as a kid. Yeah. Oh, six villains in one comic. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Or they even you only did got 12. that for like Justice League or or Avengers. That would be the only type of comic book where you'd see like six versus six yeah because i mean for, think of the roger stern stuff i mean oh yeah and the explosion <laughs> i was gonna say are you firing off your shotgun what the hell <laughs> is that, man, i'm gonna protect my land <laughs> zombie apocalypse coming you will not take my land from me i swear <laughs> how like, about you ronnie where where are you gonna go for your favorite villain growing up? My favorite main villain, I would say, would probably be Doc Ock. Actually, even over Norman. Oh, you mean you mean Dan Slot now? Because that's basically what he is. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. I well, think yeah, I but think I mean, like even back Slott then, it, yeah, but like, but yeah, because like back then, it just seemed like he was more methodical about being the villain. As to where back then Green Goblin was more like menacing type thing, but yeah. the, but the cheesy villain, and I don't know why, but was the Spot. Oh yeah. Because like like now when um, he shows up in Jessica Drew mm-hmm. in the new series, I like blew my shit. I was like, oh, the Spot's awesome. This book's awesome just because he came into it you know just because right. it was a cool i don't know it's like one of those you know you have like those calendar man and you know type of villains for batman but like that one you know you he has a whole bunch of spots and he can go in and out right so mm-hmm. yeah some weird remember the frog remember yeah the frog guy yeah which, oh yeah which, it was his uh he was trying to be a hero Mm-hmm. And he was ridiculous as hell. <laughs> springs uh, on his feet. Springs on his feet. It's just a mess. Like clumsy, the whole nine. But he just tried to be a hero. But it was just so. I enjoyed the hell out of it. But it was just so like the, stuff like that could just happen. Yeah. You could just have the the frog show up, or the will o' wisp. Right. Oh, oh that was yeah. great. The tarantula yes, yes. was my oh remember that adventure with the tarantula? I think it's one of my favorites where it was a storyline that went through where eventually 
the tarantula got transformed into a real tarantula mm-hmm. and they had to fight him and then he and he wound up uh, uh it was a long thing like the will was like everything kind of like just piled in on on peter at the same time like he had to he had to fight the will-o'-wisp because he, he didn't remember who he was but he was trying to get revenge because the you know the will-o'-wisp was turned into this the, turned into this creature of energy um and i think what organization did something to him and he was trying to break them up i can't remember what damn what was it well it was one of those one of those secret organizations in Marvel that was like evil that um that tried to that did it to the that did it to Willow West when he was trying to get revenge mm-hmm. and Peter was trying to stop him because he didn't know who he was and it, and it was like a whole thing and and he would find out stuff by accident like it would be you know there'd be a big explosion like that and it'd be, <laughs> you know Peter would just jump in and then it, and then he would have to lead back. And and then find out everything like second hand or third hand. Like he would never never know. Like the hobgoblin, he didn't know who the hell that was. You know how long, how convoluted and crazy the hobgoblin uh mystery was? Yes, I yeah. do. And and yet like and all that and, and I mean it happened because editors were like, No, nah, I don't want that to be the I changed my mind. I don't want that to be the 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 bad guy. I don't want him to. They then they made it, you know, like it was Ned Leeds. Then it was. Um, Could it have been an Osborne? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody thought it was though. Everybody thought it was when you first saw it. It was so fun. Yeah, it was a great yeah. mystery. You know, Rob, Rob, Roger. What was it? King Kingsley. It was Kingsley. It was uh, Jason uh, <sighs> Macadale. It was. I like think it was right hit. with Ned. And Wasn't then, it a Ned Rogers or somebody? It was Ned, Ned Leeds. Leeds first. Ned yeah. Leeds, yeah. There you and go. And he died. Yeah. And he and he wound up dying. But then they didn't want it to be then they then they changed it to make it that it was like they used Ned Leeds. Mm-hmm. They like kind of set him up to be the hobgoblin. But I mean that was a long standing yeah, you know, story because I remember reading that, which I think is the, one of the best team ups that were ever written. I remember reading the um, the uh, Wolverine Spider Man uh, team up story, where I think that was when Ned died. He died during that. And remember when he got so angry that uh, Peter had he was punching the crap out of uh, Wolverine. He just kept punching him in the head because he was so angry that Ned had got killed. Because that was the whole thing. Because Betty put him into the story. Because Betty Grant got him, got him to, to do. You know, he was trying to save Betty Grant's uh, husband, I think. Yeah. And it was a whole thing with that. And, uh, but I mean, it was so dark, and it was just. Um, I think that's when he kind of learned that, you know, Wolverine, the kind of world that Wolverine is involved in, you can't handle that world. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, that's not you. Yeah, there's no light spot in that world. Right. Right. There's, there's, this is like, this is, this is espionage. People die here. Right. uh, This was before Bendis got a hold of Wolverine. Yes. And made him, and made him funny and quippy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. When Wolverine went around smoking all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is when he got involved in something, it was to end it. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like some some stuff would come up. When he would leave the X-Men, it was like, I ain't killed somebody in a long time. (laughs) Let me, let me... I need I need some blood on my I need some blood on my blades cause, <laughs> on my claws because I haven't killed in a while. Like this, it was, this this motorcycle seat's only built for one, so I gotta yes. get going. <laughs> and it was stories you could never tell Scott or anyone or Xavier in the group. Like you could never tell them. Yep. That's what, what I thought uh, Remender's X X Factor or X Force X Force was gonna be. Yeah. Like oh, stuff yeah. that's off yeah. the books that's off so books. bad we can't tell you. Can't and tell you about I, it. I was so excited to read that, and it was a good series, but it was still mm. one of those like, well, this is just like X Men. There isn't really anything horrible. Well, that that's you're the doing. thing about it. You don't do a team when you're going to do that, right? Yeah. You don't need a de- like when you're gonna when you're gonna um, when you're gonna do something like that. You could because the thing that happens is you can't, especially when there are people on the team that have a conscience. Yeah. Sala got a conscience. You can't have Sala on your team if you're going to do some wet work. Mm-hmm. That that tells you right there that the book is not going to be uh, uh, like that. When they put, like, they'll have, like, Sabretooth, Wolverine, uh, yes. you know, like, uh, uh, X-23, and then they'll be like, Iceman. And you'll be like, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How the hell is that going to be, you know, that, that group? That, you know, yeah. going, going to the... Bounding off this point, and Ronnie, I hate to derail the conversation no, a little bit. Good. The 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 untold stories that I want to hear mm-hmm. is Black Widow because she went off by herself and like, yeah. did some spy shit that no one mm-hmm. else was allowed to do. Oh yeah, yeah. And those are that like, yeah. hey, modern Marvel writers, write that story. Yeah, like get those stories out there, not from current times. I would no, hear stuff that she no. was doing in the seventies and eighties. Yep. Yeah, like Cold War shit. Yeah, when she left, when she yeah. left the book, mm-hmm. and then all like, of a sudden she'd come back to Daredevil or a Marvel mm-hmm. team up here, here and there. But she was gone for tons of time. Yep, she left all the time. I mean, I recently read. Oh, yeah, I recently read. They put on the on the Unlimited app one of um one of her. Uh, I think they call it oversized stories. Like it'll be. It's it's like a big oversized issue and it's only like one or two issues they're not not very like, big stories like the marvel premiere stuff that they yeah call? yeah Ooh, the black like and that. white type stuff it was color but it was uh but it was that adult tone it, yeah. it was um and one of those and that particular issue was um someone was murdering people that she knew of course uh, so she had to find out who was who was tracking down her ex flames, you know, ex agent, people she, you know, uh, people she, she had worked with in the past. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were they were tracking them down. They were just killing them. And I remember she the first freaking uh, panel of it was she just got finished. She's waking up after banging this dude. She had yep. a party at her apartment, and she had just banged the dude. And she was like, "Ah, right, you got to roll out." Like. It was fun last night, but it's morning time. You got to go. And her apartment was like a mess. It had like bottles. I was going to say, that apartment had to be trash. Oh, <laughs> trash. She had like a big... Hell yeah. That's my girl. Party in the city. She had a party in her city apartment, her, her penthouse apartment. And it had like all these liquor bottles around. 
she was talking about how her head was hurting because she was hungover. Mm-hmm. Was uh, that guy like rubbing his shoulder and limping on his way out? Like she oh, just yes. abused <laughs> him. Oh, he had no, no. He was just like, uh, uh, you're out. Like he, he just, he was off panel. Like once he said you got to go, he was like, uh, he's out. Like he, he doesn't matter. Yeah, this she's James Bond. It's not about, about you. It's not Hell about yeah. you. This is this is Black Widow story. It ain't about the, ain't about dudes. You just give me, give it, give it to her when she wants it, and then she's out. Like yeah. you know, that's, that's that's how she rolls. But that's her thing. Like that's she's been trained. Like she. Our whole thing was she had Hawkeye doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. She manipulated the hell out of Hawkeye. She was like, don't you want to go and kill Iron Man for Mama? Don't you want to do it? <laughs> don't you? And, he, you know, like, that was her thing. She manipul- to manipulate, to to agitate, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, and that's what she did, man. She had... Uh, that stuff I miss, you know, like yeah. the, like same you know, here. Nowadays, it's like oh, they always want to they want to get away from the from the nightcaps. Yeah, they don't want to have the nightcaps anymore. Like you can't. Uh, it's like superheroes don't don't have sex lives anymore. It's just so uh, PC, so boring how they yeah. do it now. Yeah, it's just so PC. They well, don't do it anymore. Even even like slot spider. Sorry to circle back to Spider Man. Even slot Spider Man. Like mm-hmm. I'm reading. Uh, what the hell is it? Spider Island. Currently. Yeah. Right. And it took so long f- to show those uh, him and Carly. The cop, in, right? Yes. The yeah. Yeah, the, oh CS, the CSI girl. I'm like, if this was back in the day, Peter and that girl would have been boning. <laughs> After the first three, four issues, she was she'd be introduced and they'd be in bed like the next four or five issues. Instead of this whole this thing of like will they or won't they won't they thing, and then when they finally do get together, that's when something bad happens to the to her. And oh then, yeah, there there was like a discussion on one of these issues where she mm-hmm. wanted to discuss something with them and yeah. the top the topic was her getting these spider powers right and, and he of course wanted to avoid like oh boy it's going to be the talk what did i do oh boy mm-hmm. and he invited her into his into his uh, apartment and he's like can we just go to bed and talk about it in the morning mm-hmm. and the way it was played off it, it was like can we just can, can you just hold me for the night and then we'll oh. talk it was just like, oh, come on, come on, you're not doing that. That's, yeah, that like dance. Yeah, that that's one. That's one bad spot about Dan Slott's Spider-Man run. Is I don't even think that's Dan Slott. I think that's editorial coming down. I don't know because uh, Dan Slott, even now, I mean, I've been reading it since he started doing it. This is before because it was like him and a group of a think tank of, of writers that were doing it, and then he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, it never, he never really had like he made Black Widow now. I mean, that Black Widow, Black Cat is like evil now, supposedly, mm-hmm. which is off to that's off to me too. Like, this doesn't make any sense that she's now like, she wants to be a, a gangster now, a gangster, she yeah. wants to do. Yeah, that's a everybody else. Everybody the whole else seems like it makes sense, right? Like Lonnie right, and, right. Yeah. and Hammerhead and stuff. But it's just, like her, her, her it's like thing, it just didn't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But he doesn't seem to write 
like relationships well, like romantic relationships very well. He doesn't do dating. Uh, doesn't seem to write dating very well. I'll have to me. disagree you on know, that part because I thought the well, what relationship did he done that which which, which relationship? And so uh, when Doc took over his body and the little mm. his little assistant get out of here. That's there is no way in the world Doc Ock, who's been nerdy as hell through his life and bullied, and then as a scientist treated unfairly by the community and, and laughed at, and then when he went to the villainous route, totally went through a whole bunch of embarrassing moments. You get the body of Peter Parker, full of spider strength. Fertility, power, <laughs> sexy dude. You got abs now. You ain't. I'm sorry. You're not jumping and dating the uh, the. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be. The I don't want to be offensive. So what do you call? You're not dating a little person. I'm sorry. You're not. But he's I not think... a kind person. He's not a kind. He's not a good person. But hey, Daryl. Hmm. I'm going to have to at least put a caveat in here. It doesn't matter if he has abs. He's still Doc Ock. Right. He's, st- so, he's still the wounded boy. Mm-hmm. Of course he is, which is why he would overcompensate and go to Vegas and sleep with a bunch of women. There's no, no way he's not. I totally, I, listen. I think dude, he was still so insecure. No, I've seen dudes that go through this whole thing of they were fat in school. And then they they went into fitness and they became Hercules to overdo it. So they don't, because they don't, they don't want to be that guy again. And not only do they date, not only do they date. But they get ridiculous. See, I I liked I liked that relationship mm-hmm. with Ock and, uh, and her. But I, I know I you gotta, did. But that's not realistic. I'm t- I'm sorry, I, that's not realistic. But I, I'm telling you right now, I don't care. And the thing know, with I, slot, the thing with slots writing, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. even the Carly like, let's sleep on it. Can you hug me in the you know, hug me at night? That type <laughs> of thing. To me, it talked to the eight-year-old Spider-Man reader. Like, I was reading Spider-Man comics before I could read, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, like we both in the same boat. Yeah, I would be looking at those pictures, and then when I finally figured out how to read, two years later, I would go back and read, actually read the, the word bubbles. Oh, yeah. But, it, like, that for me, that slot. Like, reading his... Before the think tank, which I would definitely put that into quotes because there was a huge dip when Slot wasn't there for me. Well, yeah. Um, but I would say Slot was writing to that eight-year-old Nick. Yeah. It he was it was did, very but innocent, he... but like his black cat, like all of her flirting and sexiness, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like really like over, over, yeah, overtly but sexual. You... But it was still one of those things like she is so distracting to Peter and she's distracting the 10 year old Nick. You know, it's just. Yeah, but there was an adult like thing in Spider-Man. There was there was more of an adult tone to Spider-Man. 
Like, sure, like, yeah. Even with the movie, even when I look at the movie, I think what throws me off with the movie right now, the betrayal of him in the movie is this kid is all teamed up and and he's he's a fan of Tony Stark and all of that, but there's not that sense of rebellion in him. Like he seems to be like like Spider Man back in the day when I read Spider Man. It's changed now because it's, and over the years. But when I was reading Spider Man back in the day, there was that part of him that he was he could be mean, he, he could be snarky, downright disrespectful because that sense of authority. He, he had that even though he was that kind person when he was Parker, he'd be the nice nerdy kid. But when he put that mask on. All of that, he released all that pent-up regression that he had from being treated so badly, over, you, you know, as a kid. You think you think Spider-Man's aggressive? He was totally great. Read some of those issues. There was one issue where he practically, he said, I'm not going to be Spider-Man anymore. I'm, quit, I'm quitting because I'm tired of people. Uh, I'm tired of Jameson treating me the way he has. He was angry. Like, there were times where Spider-Man... He, oh, he was very rebel. Those early read read some of those early Spider Mans again. Very, I get, re- very I, rebellious. I, I have read, and I disagree. I don't. I don't think he was ever that. I think he was. Um, how the hell do I put it? Um, I I always read it like he never could live up to what people wanted so it was a it was an act of frustration not aggression well part just of like, that just like everybody's against me f this i'm gonna quit yeah then, but i mean then, of that course he aggressive? always gets but I, but he always gets pulled back in oh of course like there's That's always the like, like there's always a shame and then like no 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 i have to do this no 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 he, if i don't do this no yeah. one will well, that's the thing. He would rebel as a child. He would he he would have, and he would have an outburst almost like a child. And he was kind of a child at the time. And then he would he'd have that inner turmoil. And then he'd have that you know he'd have Ben's voice saying, "I can't do this. I got I got to go back. I gotta I gotta finish this. I can't I can't give up. I can't. He's See, like he always had that. But I, mean, I look, I look at it like slumped shoulders, not aggression. Just oh, like, no, like he, mother effer. I have to go back and do this. Like yeah, I don't uh, want to, yeah. but I have to. That's how I. Well, yeah, it was that's how I saw that, it too. But I, I had some of that, but there was definitely some anger in him, oh, and even absolutely. the way Dicko, and even the way that Dicko wrote him. Because remember, at that time, I mean, that's what teenagers was. I mean, that was the heart yeah. of, of celebrating and being anti-establishment. Like, even that's why he said to the Avengers, I'm not joining you. Like, he always had that in his head that they, they don't think I'm good enough. No one thinks I'm good enough. Oh, yeah. And it would always be something that would mess something up. Like, remember when he bust into uh, Fantastic Four's headquarters? He's like, you know what? I'm going to join this team. I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them I could be part of this team and I'm going to get paid. And he busted to the he he busted into the Fantastic Four Freedom Freedom uh Freedom uh, Future Foundation Future Foundation eventually and gets in there and then they're like they have to fight him at first and then he's like no 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 I'm just <laughs> doing this cuz I want to join in. Like yeah, I, I want to prove I'm, this to you. I'm yeah. proving. I'm proving myself. You know, I'm Spider Man. I don't. I don't. 
make appointments. I'm just popping in. And then they're, and he's like, all right, so when do we get paid? Let's do this. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, we don't get paid to do this. This is, we do this for free. And he's like, I got bills, son. I can't, like, this whole team thing is great. And uh, getting getting uh, recognition is, you know, is all good. But I got bills. I got a, I got an aunt to 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 take care of. And he had and a lot bills. of responsibility. I on got his responsibilities. Yeah. He was like, yes. F this." He said, "F F you, fantastic before I'm out." And then you had, and then Johnny, who was definitely rebellious. Oh, I, absolutely. That, that was their connection because they both had that sense of. Of, See, of I that rebellious streak with them. I I look at it like Johnny brought that out in him. Like yeah. he he never felt like he could do that, but it was certain people in his life that brought that rebel. Like he wanted to, but he yeah. always felt responsible. He always felt like he had to like be above it. Yeah. Well, Spider Man had that dichotomy, and I think that was one of the things that grabbed. I gravitated towards that other people did too. Same that he had that dichotomy of that's what he what attracted us as kids to him was that he was independent, not because he wanted to be. He had no choice. He had to be independent, and from that, he had that sense of he had that sense of self isolation at times. Like he would felt like he had to be isolated. And there'd be so many misunderstandings. Like, I wish he understood. I didn't mean it that way. Like, there was so many times. Oh, absolutely. Where he would leave in a huff. He would leave in an angry huff when he thought that they said something offensive or something to him, and he took it the wrong entirely way. Yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. And they would, and and they would, like, even with how Xavier. I think that's what another connection he had with the X Men was that he was treated that way too. He could. He could understand feeling like an outcast, like the X Men were treated as, you know, even For though he sure. wasn't a mutant. Like he, that was that connection he had. Not at he that time. That. He wasn't a mutant at that time. <laughs> no, at that time, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, at that time, now he's a everybody's a mutant. Yeah, everybody, give me a break. Well, well, everybody's an inhuman now. It's not Absolutely. mutant anymore. Everybody's an inhuman. Mm -hmm. But like, I think that that it kind of. That's the stuff that it, it. I guess you get to what Spider-Man do you like? Like with Batman, which version you like the most? That's the the Spider-Man I like the most. The one that was independent, didn't want to be on a team. He thought he thought it would hurt him to be on a team. Like it, even though deep down he loved these, he he grew up loving superheroes, right? He grew up loving, uh, you know, Captain America and Avengers and and Fantastic Four. But he always felt like. I can't do I no. It's just that part of him that was like, I can't be, I can't join the team. It, it just the, wouldn't work. The version that always speaks to me, and still does, even as an adult, mm -hmm. um, there's points where in my life, like, I never would say, what would Jesus do? In my head, it's like, <laughs> what, would my, what would my dad do? Or right. what would Spider-Man do? And it's yeah. one of those things, like, I hold myself to a higher standard, and it... Mm -hmm. For me, my Spider-Man is he can do all these amazing things, but yet he still has to pretend like he's this awkward, mm -hmm. average yeah. young adult. Mm -hmm. And that's the part, like, it took me until modern writers wrote Superman to realize that's sort of what Superman goes through. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, the hardest thing for him is just to be average Mm -hmm. and to pretend like he's average. And that just, like, that breaks me up. And it has nothing to do with, like, Uncle Ben getting shot. It's just him Mm -hmm. feeling responsible, him acting responsible for his aunt and all of the cast of characters around him that he loves that are surrogate brothers and sisters and uncles. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like... But he could do so much to benefit them if he could just earn money with his special abilities and take care of people that he loves. But he can't. Right. But that Mm -hmm. it it just tears me up whenever I think of that. That Spider-Man. Right. And I find a way. And I'm one of those people like I loved like him and Mary Jane loved when they were together. But I still go back to the awkward college high school. Peter Parker. Yeah, by the time he got to college, like it's funny because you, you think of a you, you nerdy kid, but he had some hot women. Hell yeah, <laughs> you know, like there was some. They weren't. He, he, it wasn't like he had a lot of. Lady, he had a lot of lovely ladies in his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gwen and Betty. I mean, these women were in love with him. Mary Jane, he t- he turned her down. He was like, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got, I got this other. I got this blonde. I ain't got time for this. Right. I mean, I know she good and all, she cute and all, but um, I'll get back to you. I'll call you. I'll call you later. But come on, Daryl. I mean, Peter is like the perfect ex-boyfriend or even ex-husband. Like, I love that Slot wrote that he has a great relationship with this CSI scientist girlfriend who's Mm -hmm. on a roller derby team, yet Mary Jane is there, and Mary Jane isn't threatening to Carly. Carly isn't threatened by Mary Jane. It's like, it's a nice adult relationship. It might be completely not realistic, but for Spider-Man's universe, it totally fits really nicely. For the college stuff, that is more realistic. To be able to date in college, you you date women. You date you one minute you're romantic with with, with each other, and then the next you kind of lose interest in each other, and you go on to something else, and you stay friends. That just happens. Like that's that's more that's more realistic than than not. Where they like his girlfriends would still his exes would still be a part of his life. Like him and Betty were still cool. They were still close. You know, when they dated, it was it was a very special point in their lives, right? You don't you don't lose touch with that. Like mm-hmm. they grew up and went through a lot of tragic stuff together. Like you don't lose touch with that. So that that stuff is realistic when you grow up. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing you do deal with. Even the the black cat stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like she was she had she was she she had more experience than Peter did, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And she was very aggressive about it. He had she brought him in. She taught him. Yeah, yeah. She taught him that. She taught him how to how to to be more um, comfortable with who he was. After a while, like he had to deal with that. Like she wanted Spider Man. She didn't give a damn about no Peter Parker. Right. She wanted Spider Man. She wanted. <laughs> she brought out that thrill seeking thing in him because he had that 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 more daring, thrilling side of him the more thrill-seeking side of him because there is that side of him that he liked it he liked these fights and he liked the the adventure of doing this stuff because it was things he couldn't do when he was when he was not spider-man 
Like you had to constantly worry about how I'm gonna pay for this, how I'm gonna do that. When he put that mask on, it was like I get, I get at least a, a couple of hours of not feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders, mm-hmm. of, of the the mundane world. You know what I mean? The mundane part of the world. He got to do the fun stuff. He, you know, fighting these super villains and all that. Even though it was it was hard and it was rough. But he would he would always reflect on it every time he would quit, and he had multiple times where he was like, "I don't think I want to do this anymore." There was that side of him that he had to kind of reconcile as the years went by. That that he loved it, he loved the thrill of being able to be the superhero, and be out there and 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 beating these, uh, you know, on top of of course, be having being responsible and and trying to to do right, but. There was that part of him that loved it. He loved to jumping in. So he would swing for no reason. It wasn't he wasn't patrolling. He would just want to get out there in the suit and just be able to swing around the city. Uh oh, murder shed bedtime. Please open the murder shed door. <laughs> that was me. Oh, uh oh. Get the bodies out. Hey, every boy needs a black cat. Come on. You huh? do. Every boy's had one. Well, if you didn't, I'm sorry. You should have. You learn a lot from the black cats in your life. I have stories, but this isn't a um, open bar episode. No, so. no. This is. This Let's is keep serious. this ultimate Marvel podcast. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> keep, it clean. keep it clean for I'm Jack. Sorry for uh, derailing the conversation, Ronnie. Ask another question. Yeah, go for it. It's your job to reel us in. We just we just babble. I think he fell asleep. Did he fall asleep on us? No, I'm here. He might have fallen asleep. Oh, I think he, he fell quiet. asleep. I think I had it on mute, actually. Oh, you muted yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we were talking about you know Fantastic Four and joining them and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Spidey's had. Lots of different costumes. Which one is your favorite, and which one is your least favorite? Ooh. Nick, why don't you go first this time? Uh, my favorite. God, I don't. Um. Okay, my favorite is Steve Ditko's Spider-Man with the web underarms. Right. Nice. I, I just love that look. It's mm-hmm. it, it, it if I dream about Spider Man, it's that look. Right. Um I, I I love his cosmic look, the white look. But not it just cuz it was so dumb and so different. The um, red white blue you, cosmic I, look. I, hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I like that look. I thought that was neat. Um I don't know if I have a real bad look unless you want me to go into the like ultimate verse or something like I guess the hoodie look might be the worst one for okay. me. Oh, the Ben but, Riley time? Yeah, but I, to be honest with you, I think he had fun looks no whether they were kick ass or not. They right. were always different and they all sort of made sense. Okay. At least for me. All right. 
Daryl? Uh, number one had to be the black suit for me. I, oh, that that's always going to be my favorite. Really? I love that black suit. I love it. And when he's in the dark, just because it just because it was slick, like really like clean. Looking? I I just love the look. Maybe it's part of it is the slickness. Part of it is the just the stylistic way that when you had that light, when he would have the 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 Spider Man light. Mm-hmm. The uh, spotlight focused on it, and he'd be like, like uh, crawling on the wall or something like that. Look of it, it just when he would be moving and 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 doing. And maybe it was the artists that were involved when they when that suit was first coming out, when he was using the suit. Um, it just made it look good, so good to me. I like I I just absolutely. I loved it, and when even when they went back to it in the JMS days, when he went back to that suit mm-hmm. um, to go after the the person that pretty much shot and probably would have killed him if he didn't fight the devil, kill uh, Aunt May. The battles he had, you know, when he when he would go off, when he would get emotional with that suit, when he fought the when he fought the kingpin in that suit. Mm-hmm. And kicked the Kingspin's ass because he wasn't holding back. Right. Uh, um, I loved it. Like I love the way that suit looks. Like I love the webs when they would have the webs behind him, and he would be, and they would, and they started to yeah. like, color the webs a little bit more white or silver. Right. Like the webs would look a little bit brighter, and he'd look, he'd look menacing like a spider. He'd look like the creepy spider. Like just imagining him in an alley. Like I used to love that too. Like he'd be in an alley coming down on a, on the criminals, and he'd be in that suit, and you see the the white image, the symbol of the spider, as he's coming at them. And like the that, eyes. like that web of Spider-Man. What was it? Number one. Yeah, number one. That's like a yeah. paint, like a painting yeah. cover with all those webs behind him. Yeah. Oh yeah, love it, love it. Uh, I think the but, worst suit. But can I can I at least try to sway you over to the Ditko suit, just <laughs> for the spider light on his belt? I like, listen. <laughs> I, that's I so pretty. That's pretty freaking. I'm awesome, only I picking. Wish would come back. I'm only picking my favorite. Like if we could do a list, I mean, it would be part of the list if right. we could do it like a top five suit. No, this I'm is Ronnie's there. question. This ain't this ain't but the nerdy leading. This is Ronnie's cap. question. That's right. I'm following the rules. I'm following the rules. <laughs> Dang the it! I need you worst. to be a naughty boy. You're going for that black, that naughty black suit. I need you to be a naughty boy. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. We got time. We got time. The worst suit is that Fantastic Four suit when the he had the paper bag on his face. Oh, 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 oh my god! Yeah. Remember yes, that? Yeah. Yes, and the, the blue Fantastic Four suit. Yeah. Oh my God! It was, he looked like was, the unknown comic. It was tough. yes, yeah. that's exactly what he looked like. He looked like at first I thought you were going to go Future Foundation. No, I like the no. Future Foundation. Look. I like that, that suit too. That was a good yeah. suit. That but you're suit. right, the unknown comic. I'm changing mine. There was no yeah, way that looked good. I don't no. think drew it. There's no and, way that suit looked. good. And I get Spider-Man's funny. He's probably one of the few characters that. For me, his comedy hits the right tone and, and right amount. Right. But holy Christ, who thought no. to put him in that dumb thing? I, I, I even mm. like, I would rather like when he sprayed his face with spider webs and went back like, you know, exactly. he lost his mask. I'll take right. that over a freaking bag. Yeah, that yeah. was that was horrible. 
Yeah. Oh, good catch. What about you, Oof. Ronnie? Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. The the best I think for me, just because of the tone wise, my favorite one was like the Iron Spider one. Mm. Just because All right. of the situation. Now, least no. favorite would be the cosmic one. Sorry, Nick. Oh, I loved it. it was I wasn't so a dumb. fan of that either. I it was so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, I thought I thought you would have said McFarland's version. Really, or, Ronnie? Because you're a little younger than us. Well, yeah, yeah but ah. Uh, I don't know. I I did like that the Spider Man number one cover that he did, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, and I love that run, right? But I don't know. It's just there's something like serious business about the Iron Spider suit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just menacing mm-hmm. and yeah. Oh no, that's a great great pull. But I do love that uh, that sensational Spider-Man though. Remember that yeah. with the the shooters on the outside. Mm-hmm. There's oh, something yeah. I always liked about that. I always it dug great. it. Uh, and the Future Foundation one I thought was pretty cool, just because it could. Well, I mean it's traditionally white, but he can make it to whatever he wanted. Right. And I don't know, but for me, like, the Spider-Man Noir one, that one was pretty cool, too. When it had that oh, series. Oh, it was. It was a good design. Yeah, it was a good design. He had guns. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it was like, uh, steampunkish more, because he had the yeah. goggles, too, right? Yeah. And I think that's why... It was... Like the Spider Verse thing, I love seeing all the different Spider Men in there. Yeah, yeah, him and Batman are similar. With you can do a lot. Mm-hmm. You could you can you can mold them a lot. You could do a lot with the designs of when you do the uh, alternate Earth types stuff. Right. With them, yeah, rich tapestry for sure. Yeah, you can whether play it's with villains that. or history or alt history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even, like, when you were talking about the black suit and, like, him um, coming in the dark alley, right? That's almost, like, yeah. that's almost like Batman just hanging there and then grappling down. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. So, we talked about major villains, sidebar villains, favorite suits and worst suits. What about story arcs? Mm. Oh my god. Uh, I already know mine. It's it's one that I've dreamt of many times, and it's one that when I think of goofy spider arcs, mm-hmm. I just, I'm still so in love with it. Um, and I, honestly, I think I've read it, I probably own four different versions of it. Because whenever I see it, I have to buy it. Um, but it is the one with Morpheus. Oh. And it's the six-armed Spider-Man. Oh, right. 
I love that look. It's so dumb, but I don't I don't care. Yeah. I love that look and it's just it's a short story arc, mm. but yeah. and it essentially it doesn't mean anything in the history of Spider-Man. Right, yeah. Nah. But it just rang it, it it spoke to the child reading it. And still to this day, it's still one of those, like, I I could read things that make more impact on me, right. but I still fall back to it. Yeah, that was Gil Kane art. Mm-hmm. And he had those arms. You can't like with issues. that. Yeah, it was only yeah. two issues. Yeah, that's all right. But I that's mean, really, if you, if you think stories, about yeah. it, it, it really, like, Spider-Man didn't have long arcs. No, like, that's he right. Had, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, his sure. B stories would go through, like, an entire year. Yeah. But it Do really took, books. like, it took Stern mm-hmm. to really come on board with, like, Hobgoblin and that. Yeah. Like, it took, like, before ever there was, like, more than a four-part, three-part story. But that's why I loved him. That's why I got subscriptions to Spider-Man. Because oh, yeah. I never had to sit through a 12-arc yeah. comic book. I didn't have that money right. and I couldn't find those issues. Right. Right. That cliffhanger once a month was just enough that you could That's barely... That's all I needed? Yeah. That's all I needed. Well, yeah, it just teased you for who's coming. Right, right. Yeah, for me at least. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh boy, here's Electro, he's coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the spider, spider Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, or, um, what's the one I used to dig watching him fight? The dude with the tail. Scorpion? Scorpion? Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like watching him. And he had ties to Jameson. Yeah. So it was fun to, to see that, the ties to Jameson and... Like, it was just something about it, even in cartoons. Like, it was just something about seeing that suit. Even though it was a ridiculous suit, but it, it just, I always enjoyed it. Always liked seeing that design I, and fighting that thing. I was going to say, how many, and maybe, Ronnie, maybe you have a question, but the amount of big Spider-Man villains that you look at and just like, well, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, like yeah. even even as a kid, you looked at like yeah. that's a tail. Like if he has to hit <laughs> Spider Man, and it's not a long tail with a stinger he actually, on it. Yeah, he actually <laughs> has to turn around and slap him with it. Yeah, yeah. And then they would add things like, of course, it would always have uh, some type of acid on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or a big it. like, or a big like a uh, poker at the, yeah. at the backside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or even so like Rhino, right? Rhino's a big yeah. tank-like person, and you got Spider-Man who can, who's agile and can get out of the way at all times, but yet he's in peril. So, and then you got yeah, and he would he always said something like, "For somebody that big, he moves <laughs> <Yeah>. incredibly fast." <laughs> right? Yeah, it's always, always does that. Yeah, but on on the well with the same almost same power set, when the X Men ran up against Juggernaut or Spider Man, mm-hmm. ooh wee was that good. Yeah. Well, you pick my storyline. That's one of my favorite storylines because it's one of the books I read when I was a kid. That was one of the <laughs> books that came in the 
came in the mail. I think I got it twice. I think they made a mistake and sent it to me twice. Oh, hot dog. Was that the one, Daryl, that had uh, Madam Webb in it, too? Was she in that? Was she? I didn't oh, think she came maybe? until, maybe like, I'll... later. I don't think she was. Because remember, it was he was on his way to get the, to bring the medicine to Aunt May. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. <laughs> and he got into a fight. It was only two issues. It was only, like... like I don't even think it was two. Yeah, I think it was just two issues. And but some great the, covers though. The cover of like the helmet looks like Spider Man swinging, and you see the back of Spider Man swinging as he faces off this gigantic juggernaut head. <laughs> but, what, just, but what about the the other cover where isn't he laying in rubble and juggernauts over him? That's the second part. Oh, the first part cow. was the confrontation, and that remember that. And I remember, and it was uh, just, you never forget the scene of, it was left off where he was buried in rubble, right? The, right. the end of that scene, he's buried in rubble. He's dead. Aunt, Aunt May is dead. Aunt May is yeah. dying. She don't get this medicine, she's dead, right? Which is ridiculous, because if she was, if she was that sick, she'd be in the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And if she's that sick, there's no medicine, there's no small thing of medicine that you're going to give her. It's going to automatically just save her just like that. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. But who who cares? Who knew? Who cares? Right? right. You're a kid. Yeah. Spider-Man ain't dead. He ain't dead. Because his hand's shaky out of that rubble. All you see of is his course. hand shaking. That's it. And he and he gives himself a pep talk. It's like, I can't. I can't fail. Can't do this. Gotta, 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 gotta keep pushing. Gotta keep pushing until I get it done. Hell yeah. And yeah. ripped himself out of it. And, and Jack and I don't even care about Spider-Man. That's the thing. He's like, he's a nuisance. He doesn't even care about that dude. He's just smashing crap. Mm-hmm. They weren't See, even I... supposed to do this. He wasn't even supposed to be here today. It was like one of those. Like, you weren't even... Like, wrong if it was place, another wrong day, time. Wrong place, wrong time. It wasn't even supposed to be that. And this dude, this Spider-Man, beat him. This dude beat God. him. When he put him so in the good. cement, and he put and he and he totally covered him in the cement, and and it's like you're not supposed to win. That's impossible. Yeah, you're not the X Men. You don't got a team. Hell no. No, you ain't supposed to be able to do something like this. This is ridiculous. Not the juggernaut. Mm-hmm. But, but he, he pulls. It. Yeah, he pulls it but together. He, he pulls it together, he does it, and he goes home, and he saves Aunt May, and it's all good, and then he just, and then it's business as usual, because he gotta go try to earn some money again. It's not like everything's all great and dandy at the end. It's like, you know, gotta find another job again. But you know, bills. one part about paying the bills that I absolutely love, even to this day, is when he would go up the side of the building and grab his webbed camera. Yes. When it was there. Yeah. When it was there. Yeah, and it, absolutely. And, and the stuff didn't dissolve. Remember when he would, have to, <laughs> he would have to come up with new... I used to like that, too. He would always constantly have to come up with new solutions yep. to strengthen mm-hmm. his webs. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Like, he would get beat up in a fight because it wouldn't work the way he wanted it to. And he'd be like, let me go home and fix this. And he would go home and he would like, that's what I liked about Tony Stark too. Like he would go in and be in a fight, get his ass kicked, go back to the lab, do some 
tinkering, come back, beat the dude. Like, I like that. That's the stuff I always does about these kind of characters, which they don't do anymore. Like, they don't really do that no. too much. No. It's like the suit does everything, or they work it out where, you know, they don't need to go back and, and tinker and stuff. But I, that's stuff I used to love as a yeah. kid. Like, you figure out a way. You, you go back and you work on your... Uh, you have to learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Like, even with the X-Men, like, they had to learn their skill set, had to expand. They had to they had to, to, to train and do better. It was all trial like and error. Always trial and error. You fail, and then you'd have to go back in that, uh, go back in the danger room, mm-hmm. and you're going to learn how to do this right. Yep. And that's, that's the stuff I loved, and that's what he, Spider-Man, that's what he did, man. He, he'd have to figure it out. But even even as a boy reading this comic, I was always under the impression that uh, J. Jonah Jameson, he's he's just a dumb dumb. But how Robbie wouldn't be able to figure out is Peter taking pictures on the ninth floor of that Robbie building? Knew. Robbie how knew. Robbie knew hell, in my head. How the hell did he have that <laughs> like angle? Like everything was like a high pitched angle for mm-hmm. all these fights. Robbie knew. He's like that dad that's like, I know you're reading them dirty magazines. I'm just not going to tell. Yeah. Well, I like you know, that. I'll, I'll, I'll look away. I, listen, you got to learn about this stuff. I'll look. I'll pretend I don't see them. You just don't leave them out. Don't be disrespectful. Right. Don't leave them out because if your mom see it, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> but don't. I won't tell on you. And you, you know, you ask yeah. me questions later. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. We do it that way, and and Robbie always had that wink wink thing with Peter, like Jay, you know, JJ being it, being an asshole, and then by, oh. and then Robbie would call him behind, and call him back, and be like, "Look, Peter, hold on, we're gonna take it. Yep, take this money, go do what you got to do. It's all right." And he and he'd be the one to be able to talk to Jonah, be like, "Look, enough's enough." He'd be the only one to get away with it too. Nobody else get away with that. He's so he was so good. He was the only one that could get away with saying to Jonah, yeah, all right, now you now you're talking too much. You got you gotta you gotta cut that cut the cut that nonsense out. Mm-hmm. You are getting a little too crazy. Mm. Calm it down. <laughs> For me What about you, Ronnie? For me, I'm gonna have to say Eric Larson's Revenge of the Sinister Six. Like that story. That was a summer blockbuster for yeah. That was. I mean, because like it had all the fun people with him though. Like Deathlock was there and Ghost Rider, Mm -hmm. but it also like the Sinister Sticks. You had, and for me, Hydro Man was fun. I mean, of course he was dumb, but you know he was fun, right? Right. And then you know, of course, you had Hobgoblin and. All them in there, and then you had Paladin. Double shipping, yeah. Double shipping, and, and Paladin was in there. Oh, so Paladin was, was my dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paladin be that dude. He come in for a minute. He come in, bang. He, he come in with Janet, like I'm in town. Yep. What you doing? And they do they they hang out, and then they, and then he go on back to doing it. He's going back to doing his stuff, his business, whatever it was. But that was like a. It it was like you know everything that I read as a little kid, because here I'm older, but like it 
it had that feeling, like Nick's talked about, you know, the little kid part, but yet, mm-hmm. like the kooky characters like Hydra Man, it made it more realistic, but he was still cheesy, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? All right. Yeah. And... And then, of course, you know, you had Paladin coming in and guest star, and Deathlock back then was was crazy back then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, of course, you know, you had Eric Larson, so... Can't go wrong there. No. There. Yeah, he had some good... He had some good designs on the villains. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it took me a while to, to, to warm up to him, because I was after McFarlane was gone, I'm like... You're not McFarlane. <laughs> even, you know, even, like you get you get used to that. Yeah, you get used to that. Even Solo was was I think it was like issue twenty twenty one somewhere around there. Because mm-hmm. you know Solo just got introduced reintroduced. You know, Solo, I remember him. Yeah, and so like like my my son. He's like, oh, that's a cool new character. And I was like, oh, dude, when I was your age, he was there, but he wasn't, he was more flushed out back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Solo. Yeah. What kind of name was that? <laughs> I don't know. Right? It, it was like, Solo. it was like the generic Punisher, basically. That's you know? basically what he was. Well, hit. Paladin, Paladin was uh, Deadpool before Deadpool. True that. Well, Paladin was agent though. He was more like, he was more like a renegade. You called him in to get things done, right? And yeah. he kept it quiet. He was like, because wherever there was Paladin, there was Silver Sable to follow. <laughs> and Silver Sable was like my black cat back then. Oh, because you know, I can see that. So I know Nick's answer, but what about you, Daryl? If you think of Venom, who is Venom? Who is the guy that is infested by the symbiote suit? It's funny because I <laughs> I was reading it when it was Brock, right? Yeah, reading it when it was Eddie Brock. Right, but I love me some uh, some some of the Rick Remender. Uh, oh yeah, Venom version with sucky uh, Slash. <laughs> I do, I do, because I think he did. He took that character and he did something. Preach it. He did something totally cool with it. He and made. It from, he, he put his countdown clock on it. Yeah, totally Flash can, Flash on can yeah. only have this suit on for twenty four hours. Let's go, yeah. let's start the clock. And when you think about it, Flash, like Eddie, also had something to prove because he was a dick most of his life, right? Yeah. He did have something to live up to because he did take. And then you got to see Flash grow up. You got to see Flash go from that dude that just messed with Peter for no damn reason. Yep. But at the same time, he loved Spider-Man, which was which was funny. Right? He loved so Spider-Man, good. but he would he treat Peter so bad. And then he got to, he went off to war, became broken. Did was a real hero. Went off to war and then yep. lost his legs. Man, like yep. what? 
a shell of himself. A shell of himself, and he had to pull himself out of it. And you know, and then you you get that venom, and he got a chance. He got a chance to be a hero, right? Yeah. But but you had to deal. But he had to deal with that adversity. I think that's what I liked about it too, because he had a lot of adversity to deal with too. Because the suit, you always had to fight with the suit for control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had a time limit on that suit, and then and then uh, plus it gave him the ability to walk. Which I mean, you know, who wouldn't if you lost that? Who, who wouldn't want that back? Right. I think it was the suit that built up his confidence, and then he started to date Betty. You ain't, dating, you ain't dating Betty Bryant when you're a shell of a man coming back from war. True that. True that. Missing but your Betty, legs. Bet, yeah. Betty's forgiving. Bet, Bet, that's the thing. Absolutely. Bet, Betty wasn't thinking about them legs. She didn't care about them legs. No. No, but I'm just you saying, know. like, for him, though, you know, that's a he couldn't self-conscious thing, yeah. you know? Right, he yeah. couldn't get it. He wouldn't get it. Like she was it built up his him. confidence. Right, you know, Betty was like, "Come get this, man! I'm trying to get this to you. You got this. I'm trying to be in your corner, and you just don't get it. Like I'm, you like you can't get out of your own way. We could be happy right now, and you just, you just, you rather wallow in this whole, you know, darkness thing. Mm-hmm. Like that. Don't, that's, don't get me wrong. I love me some Eddie Brock Venom. I do too. I, I thought that was a game changer. Loved it. But I like the Remender version and the Colin Bunn version. I think it was Colin Bunn who introduced, if you're a good person, the suit will adapt to whoever is the host. Right. Yeah. And that that totally made sense for Flash and moving forward. That's why when you told me Eddie's wearing the suit again, I was just like, but he was anti-Venom. And guess what? Anti-Venom spoke to the, th- the 13-year-old Nick. Right. Like, I thought that was so cool that there's a character that yeah. thinks it's doing... Eddie thinks he's doing good. Right. Uh, but yet, whenever he gets around Spider-Man, he can actually interrupt Spider-Man's power. Right. But he thinks I, he's curing him. I'm trying to remember, though. Is the suit that they... Is that the suit Flash used? That Eddie got back again? The new one? Oh, that that I don't know. Okay. That's what I'm saying, because that suit, when they when Bendis took it to the to the symbiote planet, the thing the excuse is for those symbiotes when they act like that is because they're young babies. Hmm. And then they're supposed to go back to the planet. No, this is the old one. This is the original one. So what's the one that Flash got eventually? Is that that I don't he know? Got a... But this is like because in the this new issue, it they're talking about being separated or being together mm-hmm. like they were, right? And then they were separated, and that's Eddie's drive is that he's missed it so long that he's not changing, and they're pretty much like married basically. Because I, I read 150 also, and I'm trying to rem- like I You know what? I just don't remember where they got. Because all these they had all these crossover symbiote right, event yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, they, had the, they had the reigning of the symbiotes on Earth that time. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to... I can't remember if the one that Flash got was 
from that, or was it a piece of the symbiote? Yeah, that, of Brock symbiote or not? That, that could be. So I just that's the only thing I couldn't remember. But that was because that was the deal. That was like when he when he went to the planet. Now it's mature and it it's more of a it's more of a um, you can control it better. Like the the suit is easier to control when mm-hmm. you're uh, when it, when it when it matures. It, well, they say the the new status quo is when they go to the other planet and they finish the metamorphosis. Now they work with you. They're not supposed to like try to take over right they're supposed to to they're supposed to be like a, a a blending of you and and the and the symbiote and you're the symbiote is supposed to work with you kind of like Shah- uh, shanhara and exo man of war style right 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 i i was gonna go vulcan mind meld well oh, oh look at you i never yeah. turned that down that's, <laughs> that's star trek man you can't you could but do you all, you all want. To, you're making me want to uh, go after the Venom, uh, like Space Knight and stuff like that. I haven't read any of the cosmic Venom. And, um, it's not that. It's a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. One. I don't think they're yeah. that great. Okay. But I just read them because I'm a Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of those things where you, I, I take the pain. I know the heroin is bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it ain't the kind of you know you, you've been taking it so much that you don't even get a high from it no more you just take it just so you can you, you don't have the the pain yeah you aren't even chasing the, the dragon anymore i ain't you, even you, chasing the dragon <laughs> you just you're taking it to get by i'm just taking it to get by it's like oh, okay i'll read this yeah. i'll read it just to see what's happening and then you have withdrawals gotcha. afterwards it's like why did i just read that yeah uh, why well, I read it like a, like a tear goes down like mm. that one tear drops I, I read it <laughs> like they have destroyed the characters I love this is this is horrible thank you Bendis <laughs> and then the tear drops but like, see I I loved like the anti venom I loved yeah Remender bit even Colin mm-hmm. Bunn I thought his run on Venom was fun it was fun it, it none of it's game changing right no but, I mean no. When no. you when you're gonna recommend Venom, you're gonna go like, "Hey, Todd McFarlane, here you go, read that." Listen, even when Venom was Venom, it's not like it was the Shakespeare of comics. No, it was, no, yeah. it was fun. Venom was like he was the same. He was crazy. He was the yeah. dude that was like, you know, I'm going to be good, but he was creepy as hell. You never knew, like you never knew what his sense of morality was. Yeah. You oh, could yeah. never trust it. So that was like, and then they had the the lethal protectors, venom and the lethal protectors, and stuff. <laughs> like crazy stuff. Like he loved it though. He came in, he, you know, he, everybody with big guns and mm-hmm. you know, big tons swords and weapons, tons of pouches. I mean, it, it, no feet. That's what it was. <laughs> no feet. Yeah. No well, my my spider. Uh, t- just a tangent from Venom. My Spider-Man blind spot out of the history mm. of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And granted, I I bought the stuff. It's sitting in my Comixology queue waiting for me to read it. So I am going to get caught up on it. But my blind spot is Carnage. Never read one issue of Carnage. 
I'm not talking Carnage solo title. I'm talking anything in any spider really? title. Wow. I've never read it. And when that... somebody tells me about Carnage, I'm just mm-hmm. like, he's a serial killer. Okay. <laughs> just like, like Venom never impressed me other than it was creepy. And I love that he'd be staring at Mary Jane All in right. this really perverse way. Yeah. Or he knew, oh, I know that. Aunt May lives at this address. Let me look in a window. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can kill her at any moment. Like that was frightening as a reader. Uh, almost but, definitely. But it was very one tone for me. Hmm. So it's just like carnage. Like I just assumed that that would be venom times 10. And it was just like, eh, I don't need to. Cause at that point there was no digital comics. You couldn't nope. find trade. You couldn't find trades of it. And God forbid you like, I mean, those Spider-Man issues weren't pricey. Right. I know. Right. No, but, yeah. I, but I'm not going to go like, let me take my notepad of Spider-Man issues that I missed with my, you know, pen or pencil on and find these issues. I just, I wasn't that inspired by carnage. I can see that, really. I mean, now that you explain it like that. Because that was right around the time, like, Vertigo launched, right? Right. Like, that was, like, mid-90s. Yeah. 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 So I was already reading Sandman, and I'm like, there's no way this is Shakespeare. Carnage. Yeah. Well, Carnage was only, I mean, he was pretty much, they needed somebody to be a bigger threat that Peter and Brock would have to work together. Because, like needed, that, that was basically all he was. Well, that, he was Three's company. Pretty yeah, much. because Venom was so bad, he was cool then. Right. So right. then he, he, he became then he so had, popular. Yeah. Yeah. It was like we can't get rid of him. We got to. Yeah. We got to keep it going. He was so a what we'll do then. is. Right. So we'll we'll get a dude that has no conscience whatsoever. He's he's yeah. pretty much Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. What, if, what if Jack the Ripper got a got a symbiote? Yeah, and that's that's what they did. Yeah. Well, I have tons of carnage waiting for me. So it's not <laughs> oh, all that bad, do. really. But I mean, you know, it's, it's not maximum carnage. I I enjoyed the hell out of that. Yeah. I used to play the video I, yeah. game when it was coming out. Yeah. Like, I played the video I, game. I read the book. I read the comics at the same time. I have that waiting for me, and I can't wait for it to be. But to be honest with you. Even mm-hmm. bad Spider-Man, going back and reading it now with modern sensibilities, mm-hmm. right. anyone can come up and tell me, like, oh, that's a horrible issue. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're reading it. It's like, hey, dum-dum, I'm probably reading that issue for the fifth time. Right. Yeah. right. Like, I, I don't care that it's bad. Right. It's like, that doesn't phase me whatsoever. I don't you, expect you everything to it. be Shakespeare. Yeah. Right. You just dig it. Like, clones you know conspiracy. Hey, hey, I have all yeah. of that waiting for me. Or no, the I'm, Ben Riley saga. I have all that stuff waiting for me. Yeah. And, well, and well, not the new one, but like the Clone Saga, right? The initial right. one that everybody shit on. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, you can bag just on because it. It's, uh, no, I'm not bagging on it. I mean, everybody else did, but it was like, I mean, what did you expect? Shoot, I, I loved it. Yeah. I read it. I read it and I loved it. Like you had Ben Riley coming out of that, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you had him going off on his own for a while, and you, you know, like all that stuff, man. I, I ate it up. I thought that was like some of the best. I mean, it had a million issues to read, but right, right. 
and they had like stuff happening in Texas. Like yeah. who mm-hmm. goes who goes to Texas? Right. I'm saying like, it's too the, hot over there. The X Men <laughs> went to Texas once. That's it. Jim Lee brought them to Texas. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, so good. Yeah. Agreed. And it's like, like, well, for me, like the dumb dumb stuff, right? Spider Verse. It spun off Web Warriors. Right, mm-hmm. and I love right. Web Warriors. It's like a guilty pleasure. It's just, you know, I'll ta- I'll take Spider Ham all the all the time, because he's, uh-huh. you know, but because he's ham, it is spider. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it just everything worked, you know. Uh, like I don't get the whole Spider Gwen type rush thing, but like so- that was designed. That was the design thing. Yeah. People loved that design first, and then they were like, "Ooh, we got to come up with an actual story." Because see, I, that that I de- like... that design was dope. Yeah, and yeah. that's what happened. They came up with yeah. design, and people were like, "Well, where's that comic? I want yeah. that. I'll buy that." But yeah, I hate to say it, that's probably one of the best designed Spider-Man. Yeah. Like oh, that, that uh, I would even say it's the best modern design for sure. Oh, most definitely. Mm, yeah, I mean that that ranks for Marvel superheroes. That's up there with the new uh, Cyclops look. Well, not new, five years old. Mm-hmm. Right. But I love that Cyclops look. Like that Spider Gwen. That is just a fantastic bit of design. The, the Dick Cyclops yeah. look. Right. Uh, with the X. With the X on this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's a great look. Absolutely. Too. But even like Silk, like I dug Silk just because it's like a different take on it. I mean, I know it's Spider-Man and we're, you know, going a different way with it, but love it. Yeah, absolutely. Silk, well, actually, Silk had more of a, more of a A storyline of substance than than Spider-Gwen. It's just that she didn't, she just wasn't as popular as Spider-Gwen. Right. at definitely more adult in tone. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just too many. Bo- I mean, probably her. Like, what you can't have fifteen Spider-Man, Spider-Man type books. Right. It's just too many. Did, like it, it, it hurts it. Daryl, did you ever drop mm-hmm. off of some of the Spider-Man books, or have you always kept with them? I would keep the main Spider-Man books, but like okay. something like a Spider, you know, like if they had a Spider-Gwen or something, it's like that's not something I felt like I needed to to buy if I didn't have to. What about like yes. Renew Your Vows? Yes. I, I did, I'm doing Renew Your Vows through uh, Marvel the uh, Marvel app. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading it through that. Yeah. Yeah, I dropped off of and I was a lot more picky, even with like Batman. When Batman, like Batman's the only one that can sustain fifteen titles a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for Spider-Man, like as soon as they hit Web of Spider-Man, I mean, this is like a kid that didn't even have a summer job at the time, other than babysitting. Oh, I was getting them all. I don't know how like, I afforded to buy them, but I was getting them all. That was the time where I was like can I drop one of these? Cause there were mm. so many titles coming out and they were uh, so good. And I, I even mean, got this, their... this was like Sal Buscema was 
like yeah. drawing like yeah. oh my god they like there was no complaint it was just one of those like marvel you came out with one too many titles mm-hmm. like i can't start this one up well i even bought the the when they started re um when they started putting back out the marvel team ups remember that they just yeah. put a new cover on it i was buying yeah. that i was even buying that <laughs> but i i was buying like even marvel tales i loved it because there were no yeah. trades to buy, so you have I'd, to you have to go back and get those. Yeah, most definitely you had to. But then all of a sudden, like, remember, wasn't it Burn who was doing like web spinners? Mm, was that the one where it was like it was like him retelling Spider Man? Hmm. Yeah, it was. It was cheaper. It was cheaper paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it yeah, it didn't last that long. No, but it was burn. It was burn, yeah. but it yeah. I remember it. I was getting it, and then they were like, uh, "Let's cancel." Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, you boys want to wrap this up? No, I could go on about another three hours. I, but I thought this was just. I thought this was just part one. I thought well, yeah, it could be like part one. Ones. I can't believe Ronnie only had three questions. What the hell? I'm saying. Whoa, I thought whoa, we, were... we already we went on different avenues, and like I can go ahead and ask the question, but I mean we already <laughs> answered them on the roundabout. So, well, I oh, mean, okay. well, well, I think we should do this again. Make it like a, 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 a we make it a, like a documentary thing where it's uh, this is only part one of it yeah. because we we barely touched the yeah we barely scratched the surface. Service on Spider Man. Yep. I don't even know if we went into the nineties all that much. No, we didn't. We didn't. No. We that's what I'm saying. We barely we barely touched it. See? Baron, come on, you're supposed to be driving this car. Well, hey, there's all kinds <laughs> of content. I'm not gonna <laughs> let it go. We'll come back and talk I, Spidey. I don't care. We can come back and yeah, talk Spidey well, all the time. Yeah, I could Jack talk will get Spidey busy all the again. Time. Yeah, Jack will get busy again, and we could do a, we could do another one. Just right. another Saturday recording in there. Yeah, but but can I ask both of you before we head out? Sure. Because mm. I know my response. Where does Spider Verse fall for you in all of the Marvel big events? Oh. Where would Spider Verse fall? Like Spider Island, reading that it doesn't feel like a big Marvel event. No. It doesn't. But, no. but Spider-Verse is such a contained... I wouldn't even say it's a Marvel event. No, I don't it's consider It's a Spidey it event, really. It's a just, Spider-Man event. I just to me, it, it feels like a big event. I just consider it a, a Spider-Man storyline that I enjoyed. Like, it's one of, the, one, of the, one of the new Spider-Man storylines I really enjoyed. That's, yeah. that's what I consider it. As opposed to it being like, I don't know, I just don't put it in the vein of maybe because Marvel and DC do events every damn year now, all year mm-hmm, round, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I don't even consider it an event anymore. I just think of it as this is just, if this was back in the day, it just would have been a Spider Man story. It just would have been considered a, a Spider Man story and it would have ran in all four books. Right. That's true. If they had yeah. had it. Yeah, that that would have been it. It would have been in web, sensational, amazing, and then regular Spider Man, and that, it would have ran through that and been done, and you would have got a big annual, 
thrown into it too because that's mm-hmm. how they used to do it mm-hmm. and it and it and that's boom and then the aftermath would be in amazing yeah because that's how they did it see this spite and i agree it's a spider event it is an, an actual event but i still put it at easily in the top five marvel events for me yeah yeah be- because look at look Looking at the mar looking at the Marvel landscape, especially the modern mm-hmm. Marvel landscape, mm-hmm. how many times does do you hear from Hickman, Fraction back in the day, Bendis back in the day, like explaining six months ahead of an event or a crossover event? Right. Like this is what we're trying to do. And rarely do they ever hit that hyperbolic statement. Right. And Spider Verse when true. When they came out and said, you're going to see every Spider-Man carnation mm-hmm. that's ever been in print and on TV and through right. other media. And sure as crap, they hit that. Even if it was like a complete failure story-wise, it was amazing that they could shoehorn in that many different characters. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was It was just like... It, it was fireworks for the eyes like every every issue had like three or four like oh my god i can't believe they put that character in yeah. that's amazing and plus like, it ended well i like it it yeah. ended well like it, it did didn't, it didn't have that like i know people are enjoy, i know some people enjoy secret empire but mm-hmm. reading secret empire it's more like he is explaining more stuff than showing it in, mm-hmm. in the books I've read so far, like I'm up to date on it. I've been reading Secret Empire, and it feels like more of it is either hype on online. He's trying to tell the story online, explaining it, and and then there's more. But each issue, it seems like he, he's he's doing more explanation and dialogue than he is through the action. And with the Spider-Man stuff, like when I look at the Spider Verse, even the recent, uh, even though it didn't end. It ended very quickly. Um, uh, the last one, no, uh, dead, no more, or something. What was the name of it? Dead, clone conspiracy. Yeah, clone conspiracy. Right. It it ended. I think the only thing bad about that story was that it ended so fast. It was like, yeah, there was such a lead up to it. It was really, it was going really good, and then it suffered from because there were so many stories, so many books that ran too long. That they were like, we're not going to have this run long, and it, it, and that was probably when they needed it to go, right? Two more issues, as opposed to other events that they've done that with, and they didn't need it. So it's like they don't now. It's the point where they don't even know when to do it and when not to do it. Well, see, and it, I, it, I also they, think they that, need to have it breathe. Well, mm-hmm. I also think that like when Con- Clone Conspiracy was coming out too, like we had Death of X coming out also. It was yeah, like a big, yeah. huge event or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it had to compete with that. Now, Clone Conspiracy, for me, beats out Death of X, but that's just me. Yeah, it does. Totally does for me. I didn't. I, listen, you know how I feel about what they did with the Maxman. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's you know, a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. You know, uh, even, like even, though, even though I'm digging, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it some of the X-Men books now. Yeah. Uh, but to get to this point where they were at, mm. <laughs> and, yeah. 
Man, oh man. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. Now, Ronnie, before we head out, mm-hmm. I, I need to say at least one old man statement. Okay. And this is completely for Marvel. Okay. Marvel got they have to bring back their GD summer annual crossover event. God bless it. I need that. I need Marvel team ups back. I need Marvel two in ones back. Well, they I brought need, that. That's coming back. Marvel yeah. two in one. Yeah. Well, I need it. I need all that. But I miss the summer annual events. Like, oh, those well, were you can't so do fun. Them. Well, you can't do them when you have so many events all year round. That's the thing. They can't, it ain't special no more in the summertime to do it. When you have yeah, but I hate to say it, the summer annuals, that'd be a perfect way because you, all you hear about is riders on both sides of the fence bitching and moaning that I was writing this 10-page story and they needed me to wrap it up in seven because Death of X is starting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. guess what? Yeah. You had a mark. Like, you don't even need the same writer and artist doing that annual as long as that's number like 12 of whatever 22 annuals out during the summer right like i could care less like as a young reader i could care less who was writing and drawing that i was getting it because it was atlantis attacks i know (laughs) so good yeah iron man shot that dude when he put that repulsive ray up he was he was laughing at him and he was like oh and he just Mm. let the repulsive ray silently just let it go yeah Mm -mm -mm. And then got off the yacht. I was like, man, that's so <laughs> bloody. That was cold. <laughs> that was cold bloody. Yeah. It was like move over Punisher. Oh my yeah. god. He was like, uh-uh. This is this is this ain't working for me. I'm not <laughs> liking this. Well, I'm on my fifth beer, and I think Ronnie wants to wrap this up. Right when it starts getting good. <laughs> Sorry, man. My laptop, my laptop's on like twenty five minutes. Oh man, damn that laptop! Yeah, you know it's, it only has so much power. That's right, and my power cord is in the bedroom with a sleeping wife. So oh, sometimes, man. sometimes the universe tells you it's time to wrap it up. That's See? true. We gotta That's keep them true. coming back for part two, right? keep them thirsty that's right we could do a bunch i mean in spite of it listen the movie's coming out it'd probably be kind of cool to to every time you know you every now and then every couple of weeks we do a, a spider-man yeah centric episode that'd be good i'm down hey ronnie yeah could i could i before we leave could i ask everyone <laughs> a top three artists spider-man artists <sighs> not Five. Three makes you really limit this stuff. <sighs> Unless you want to go five, because there's been plenty Damn. of artists yeah. across yeah. plenty of titles. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, that's good. Actually, actually, I'm going to go five. We got to go five. Well, and, and I, I'll I'll start it. All right. Okay. Do it. But this but this is in no order. This all is right. just five. I'm not doing no order. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I don't do want to rank these. I don't want to rank these. I got to do them as they come to my memory. 
because I've got okay. white spots. I don't remember. <laughs> well, this is just first blush. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, I, I might be skipping people, but uh, and I and I fingers crossed that they they've already passed. So I'm not going to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Ditko. Okay. Ramita Senior. Mm-hmm. Sounds similar. Uh, Marcos Martin. And uh-huh. I know he I know he only did a handful of issues. I don't care. Shut up. It don't matter. He was, Ditko, he was he was Ditko Jr. He Look at that. That was he was blazing some Steve Ditko. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm gonna I don't care I don't care what all of these hate, haters can hate. Go ahead. I'm drunk. I don't care. Do it. John Ramita Jr. Damn right. That's on my list. Hell yeah. The fifth one? Holy Christ. Uh, no, that's easy, actually. Uh, God, why even think? Sal Buscema. Yes. Oh. Yes. So good. Yeah. So, and he did a long run. He was Listen, there. I co-signed all you said, and I'm going to add another one, because I think he's killing it right now. Ooh. Stuart Eminem is killing Hell Spider-Man yeah. right now. Good call. He is, he is killing it right now. There's the, there's no way you can't have him in the conversation years from now. You cannot say he can't. He he, he shouldn't be in some list. That, uh, hey, if it, if there was a top ten, I would be throwing uh, Giuseppe Camicoli in there because he did he, he did, did some year, good stuff too. Yeah. Years a uh, years of a run. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but Stuart Eminent is killing it. I, yes. I, I, there are times I could just, I just stare at my iPad and just look at what he's doing. It's just looking at just how great that stuff is. Like, it's just so good. Yeah, it's a master. It's a master, and 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 John passionate Robert, about that character. Oh my god, man! It comes like, out. You, oh my God! That's the way he makes that suit look. Nobody else could do that suit, and it looks good. I haven't seen anybody else do that Spider-Man suit, and it looks even even ten percent as good as when Stuart Eminem does that suit. Like it's just it's beautiful, and in the landscapes, I mean the way he he drew the the the, the torn down Lataveria. And uh, silver sable explosions. I mean, you got you got her with the with the rack pack, and 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 sword fights, and, and <laughs> mockingbird, you know, mockingbird with the sticks, doing the battles with the staff, and the whole shebang. I like it's just it's it's oh man, it's he's a guy. Stuart Eminent, man. I'm telling you. If, if there was ever, yo, if D, if DC ever, if there was ever someone they needed to to snatch up, give him some mm-hmm. money, get that dude, get that dude, and put him on Batman and never let him go. Because that yeah, he, dude, he, he he's, can sell he's it. teaching a class. He's teaching a class. I would no, you know what? I would put him on a Justice League book. Oh my if God! Yeah, I would put him on a Justice League because I want him to do as many characters as possible. Who can we kick off that? Uh, Hitch or uh, Daniels? I'll kick both of them off. 
Uh, yeah, they could both go. I'm sorry. If you had a chance to have Stuart Emmett and do the art, yeah. come on. I mean, absolutely. You, you, there's no way. There's, there's just no way you wouldn't have him do it. Um, yeah, he's doing a clinic every month. Whip slinging all around Manhattan. Tony Stark was happening. Got a new suit and styling. So go and get to snapping. I post it for you, players. Post it for you. People flip and drop a perpetrator. Stop and stop them for you. Got an apartment with my auntie. Oh, two look like Jimmy's. Make me an Avenger. Spider Man in that family. Got me if you want me. Tony got me if you want me. Said recruit me if you want me. Took down that man cause you wanted to. All the sneak attacks I don't need no eyes on them It's the spidey sense Ain't got no surprise on me Call me so amazing, so spectacular Do all that a spider can do Web shooters up on my wrist You know I make it go thwip That's how I live that spidey life That spidey life That's how I live that spidey life That spidey life Hits that hurt my ego Vulture, where did he go? Please don't tell my secret Promise me you'll keep it on the low With great power comes great responsibility I promise NYC that I'll never leave Midtown, give me guidance Every day working on science Take a look at those heroes And tell me who's the freshest Is it her? Is it her? Is it he? Is it he? Say it's me Say it's me And I'll agree That's all the Sneak attacks, I don't need no eyes on them. It's the spidey sense, ain't got no surprise on me. Call me so amazing, so spectacular. Do all that a spider can do. Web shooters up on my wrist. You know I make it go swim. That's how I live that spidey life. That spidey life. That's how I live that spidey life. That spidey life. You say that I'm the new. Here I am, baby. It's my homecoming. Welcome and welcome and welcome to Infinity War. Go stones. If you want me, please come and tell me. Just your vote on the boss. Tell me, Tony. Tell me, tell me, Tony. What you wanna do? Where should I That's how I live, that's why life. That's why life. That's how I live, that's why life. That's why life. Web wings are gliding at night. Still strings and webbing all white. That's how I live, that's why life. That's why life. That's why life. That's 